and most are born into it and think it's all quite natural. After all, their parents are glued to that television too. It must be natural. And that's one of the main techniques that's been used, apart from the schooling too, which has gone in, in the last 20, 30 years, more and more so, into social, pure social engineering, where our values and the new upcoming values are instilled in the young. I talked about Beria. Beria, who was the, the NKVD uh, police chief of, of basically the Soviet state in the 30s, talked about this ability to indoctrinate youngsters in kindergarten and update them every four years as the next intake comes in. We'll be back with more after the following messages. of years ago to make sure they brought in a system 
of interdependence, not really meant under the scam of, of national and international interdependence. It really meant personal interdependence, where you would de be dependent for everything you need for living on the system in which you do live. But you wouldn't be able to be independent in any one single area. And that is an offshoot of the industrial era when they moved, and the Great Depression too, where they moved so many people off the land. They were doing it in Europe long before America and put them into the big cities, the new manufacturing cities. And even then, they were writing books at the top, top people and economists projecting how long this era would last and what they would do with these massive cities, industrial cities, which they'd built up and the populations they would no longer need. That's all been done, and now we are post-industrial. And all we hear today on what we think is independent media, which is a con game, because they're all linked together. Media is the middle. It's the middle man who peddles the propaganda from the elite to you at the bottom. That's their job. The media is an essential arm of government and social control. It's also an essential arm of manipulation and culture creation towards the next step and the next step. And repetition, remember, repetition, as Bertrand Russell says, is so important. They must keep repeating the same little slogans until you start repeating them in your normal conversation. And by repeating nonsense, utter nonsense, abstract gibberish, you bring in something which is concrete, like global warming and carbon footprints and overpopulation by repetition. And when you have all these masses of experts appearing on this media and millions upon even billions tuning in to the same stuff, and the children getting taught it in school, that becomes a reality. We forget, we forget so easily that for many, many, many centuries, the majority of the people the world over who were kept in a state of complete illiteracy were taught what the priests taught them on their holy days and nothing more. They were taught that kings were there quite by, nat by nature, by God, in fact, placed there by God. And their job was to serve right to the very peasant at the bottom and to be quite content for what you had. And if you didn't go along with it, God would strike you dead or bring curses upon you and illnesses and death and so on. They were kept in utter fear. They were given lots of rituals to go through magic rituals to please the deity. And they talked about these magic rituals just the same way as they talk about global warming and carbon footprints. And they did novenas and goodness knows what else to placate the deity and keep the system going. And that's what they intend to do as we go through this new system into the whole new planned world order. It's not just family planning anymore. It's the global family. 
They're talking about forced sterilization down the road. In fact, they won't need to force because you'll have volunteers coming out of the schools. And when you see the indoctrination the children are getting today, they will sacrifice themselves to save the planet. This kind of mentality is well understood. The means to achieve it is perfectly understood. And it's all scientifically done. We are the most studied species on the planet. The children today in kindergarten are getting green, 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 and nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, so much so that there's even articles out there being sponsored by the state to further this fear in children. Now, fearful people tend to end up being incredibly dogmatic and even vicious when they grow up. That's what fear does to people. And here they are getting to the very young. And this is from a newspaper in Australia. It's called The Register. And it says, Oz TV advises CO2 emitting children to die early. June the 3rd, 2008. And it also says, Go now for Gaia's sake. Carbon cult sickos are under fire for an interactive website that tells children they should die because they emit carbon dioxide. The Australian Broadcasting Corporation's Planet Slayer site invites young children to take a greenhouse gas quiz, asking them, how big a pig are you? This is from the government, remember, government-sponsored. At the end of the quiz, the pig explodes, and ABC tells children that what age should you die uh, so you don't use more than your fair share of Earth's resources? It's one of a number of interactive features that get to dirt on Greenhouse without the guilt trips. No lectures, no multinational bashing, just fun and games and the answer to all your enviro dilemmas, ABC claims. ABC, when you speak it, is Abbas, by the way, in the cult. It says here, die punies, CO2-emitting humans. That's one of the slogans. The site is aimed at nine-year-olds. However, even a virtuous rating, such as not owning a car or recycling, is outweighed by eating meat or spending an average Aussie income. With the result that many nine-year-olds are being told that they've already outstayed their environmentally compliant stay on the planet. Now, remember uh, that Newt Gingrich was given out a book called The Third Way, written by one of these environmental wackos of the United Nations, who's a main propagandist for them, who said the world they're bringing in will be a vegetarian society only. That's a whole other topic. To see or do you think it's appropriate that ABC depict people who are average Australians as massive, overweight, ugly pigs, oozing slime from their mouths, and then to have these pigs blow up in a mass of blood and guts? asked Senator Mitch Fifield in the Herald Sun. The state-sponsored broadcaster, and why is that not a surprise, defended the morbid quiz with ABC, managing director Mark Scott insisting the site was not designed to offend certain quarters of the community, but to engage children in environmental issues. The psychopath can't help but lie, eh? which is eco-speak for frighten them witless 
However, as the excellent science blog What's Up With That points out, the site clearly breaches Australian broadcasting guidelines on harmful or disturbing content. Meanwhile, the site's designers are reveling in the controversy. Thank God for outraged senators. You can't buy publicity like that. Planet Slayer's creative director, Bernie Hobbs, crowed to the New York Post. So how, according to ABC, does one appease the vengeful death god, Gaia? And it goes on and on. You can search it all up yourself, read the second pages and all that. But this is what they're doing. Now that's just what they're putting on for children. That does include the indoctrination they're getting in school and kindergarten. Back with more after the following messages. the matrix and that little bit of guitar piece there was just to wake you all up just to grind on your nerves a little bit and get you get you awake because we've got to be awake these days we've got to be ready or it's coming down and it's coming down fast this is all coordinated today everything as I say that you depend on is now in crisis man-made crisis worldwide not just in one country my goodness, the big coincidence is worldwide. And oil's been pumped out just as fast as ever. And about a year ago, of course, we even had the U.S. government meeting with the oil companies and asking them to stop producing so much oil. And we, we, we see it all being set up. When we have memory, we can see how they set things up. And with the farmers, for years and years with the farmers, because the government's been in with the farmers, really a partner with the farmers since World War II now, and, and then they'll put someone in them out of business and the rest of them they tell them not to grow this and not to grow that and if you just simply grow nothing at all we'll, we'll pay you for it and then they claim there's a big food shortage and it's been putting the smaller farmers under and using heart by the way and weather modification to flood them uh, for the last up 10 years then you, you can see how the big agribusinesses have taken over again a cartel with different names but they're all in cahoots they work together as a cartel, a monopoly, to sew up the world's food supply. And believe you me, if they were independent and simply reaping massive profits by doing what they're doing, they would be taken out so quickly by the elite. And the fact it doesn't happen means, no, this is meant to be. Uh, the elite have told them to do this. Guarantee you. This is a worldwide crisis creation scenario to bring us all into the brave new world that they've set up, at least with all their theory and planning long ago, including how we would react to every part of the implementation and how they would counter our reactions to that and so on and so on. Like a big chess game that's been played over with the reactions from the opponent before the opponent knows there's a game going on. That's how it's been. And many people today think they've woken up, but they've not really. They've, they're simply reacting 
to what they see happening around them when they personally are being hit. That's reacting, not waking up. And people haven't really thought through it all. I've said to people before, if you're going to fight for something, you better know what you're fighting for. You can't save a system that wasn't yours. It was simply a passing phase on the way to the elite's next system. And truly, deep down, the only thing that would possibly alter the course of this is for the public themselves to to regain something they've completely lost. It's been drummed out of them as culture has been debased since about 1950 onwards in a steady decline. And that's getting back their humanity again. Because a people who cannot be cohesive and help each other out will not survive. They'll react against each other. And that's what the elite will stir up. Remember that Department of Defense 90-page document predicting 30 years of escalating riots as they take us through all of this pre-planned scenario. We can't go along the way they predict we will or it's over with to regain that ability to get along with each other and it won't be easy because there are vast sections now of society especially within the cities who have been so debased and debased and debased uh, there will be a problem to everyone cities remember are the places you get put into from the days of Nimrod onwards so that those who control the city can control and manipulate you because in a city you are helpless you're dependent on that system of the city for everything you need you can't even grow anything for yourself at least not enough to survive on that's why they use cities and culture in a city can be altered so quickly they adapt so quickly through fashion through music and so on and topics of conversation are given to them they're fed to them and they parrot you can alter the culture into any direction infinitely malleable as the big boys have said before and yet the city is the most abnormal place to be Charles Galton Darwin who wrote the book The Next Million Years meaning the next boast where the elite will rule for a million years and he himself came from a long lineage of interbred psychopaths called aristocracy he, he said this in that book talking about the city knowing you see that the city is a very unhealthy place to be if you want a healthy mind you can expand and broaden and go beyond said, already there are many who prefer this crowded life because it made it so you see after the, the great depression especially in America 90% of the public lived on the land and after the depression it was a reverse situation already there are many who prefer this crowded life but there are others who do not and these will gradually be eliminated you think agenda 21 and all its contents is a new idea this book was written in the 1950s it was all down and down back with more after these messages
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Heliopolis, 
Are you there? Hello? Hello? Invictus? No? Nobody's there? No. Okay. Uh, is Rusty from Alabama there? Oh, Invictus is there. Okay. Hello there. Are you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Vic. It's Vic. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Yes, sir. Congratulations for making it. thought I would be in the orange jumpsuit, but instead I'm uh, having a good time. Okay. Um, we, we have some pressing questions. Um, I, asked you, I actually asked you this uh, the first time I ever talked to you. Um, if it's this serious, why is it that you think they left you alive? Because you know what they did to Bill Cooper. You told me before, like, I might have some powers that they don't know about. I thought you meant you had, like, guys with shotguns protecting you, but you were referring to something spiritual. You've I debunked think, the religions, partly, so what does that partly, mean? Partly is the fact you never, you never come out. See, if you know the laws, you can say an awful lot. And when you've mm-hmm. read, especially the Homeland Security laws, we have our own in Canada here too, uh, you know how it works. Anyone who threatens violence to the government or anyone in it or anyone employed by it is automatically considered a terrorist. Oh, so that was the mistake he made. Yeah. And okay. Bill, Bill did this all the time. You know, he kept talking about the, the great, uh, well, he, they, they called it the Continental Army, he called it that was going to start taking out all these people. So he made the mistakes there. And, of course, no Continental Army came to his rescue when it happened as well. But he knew it was coming. He did know it was coming. That's why he sent his wife away. So that's so, what you mean about being legalistic? You must be legalistic and not allow yourself to be entrapped because there are ones right. who will call up over time and try and entrap you into saying something so they can come right. and get you. Yeah. Right. However, but, but at that moment, however, at that will, moment... They will eventually, uh, because I'm not messing around now, they will eventually come around and, and collect up people like myself. For I would figure you'd be the first one. You know? yeah. So I'm like, why do they let you get away with doing what you're doing? How are you on the radio? I've stuck to the facts. I've stuck to the facts. I haven't um, overblown the facts, but I've also given them the hard facts, and mainly from documentation written by the big boys themselves. It's hard for them to get, get you on anything uh, which has been published and put out there by the big boys, which they've all read at the top. Mm. And uh, uh, it's very hard for them to justify it, not so much that they don't want to, but justify to other members of the public what they've done to you. That's really what it is. But that's coming to an end, and I sense it. I sense it that our days, at least my days, probably will be numbered. Wow. And um, it's a sense that you can feel it closing in. And I do know that they've been tapping my phones for 10 years, but it's getting worse and worse with the little... uh, I've been hearing the same clicks that you talk about on my phone. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, when I had first asked you that question, you were mm-hmm. like jokingly like, maybe I have some powers that they don't know about. Mm-hmm. And I, I, people were telling me, you know, he was referring to something spiritual. You've debunked all the religions, so is that what you were talking about? Um, it's, it's up like to there yourself. there might be somebody else outside of us looking out for you? Yeah, you, you can always, uh, as I say, you can always, um, it's up to the individual how he sees that. that. But there are forces in this world, I have no doubt whatsoever, um, in this world, I've seen pure evil. I have no problem at all accepting that um, there's a, such a thing as a force of evil. 
mm-hmm. as a as a, as an either an entity or something that works through people. I cannot ignore that. I don't put it down to simply human or animal behavior. It's definitely. So you feel that there might be the opposite working in our lives. Uh, it could it could be um, it could be that uh, well simply because you're on the right path that, that certain things will go with you. Um, it, it's hard, but we'll never know the answers. To be honest with you, we'll yeah. never know the answers, yeah. and um, definitely in this lifetime. Uh, you can speculate forever, and I, I do look at all the different theories and yada yada yada, and I do know the, the the old occult, all the ancient stuff. But uh, it's up to you eventually to, to as to how you see it. But I do know, um, regardless, that if you have uh, what you call spirit in you, that that thing that drives you, mm-hmm. that's what spirit used to be referred to. Someone who had spirit in them, someone who was driven. As long as you have that, you have to use it. Because it's purpose. People, most people today, and those without purpose, you know, will go under quickly. Uh, they're already doing it. I've talked to people who are cracking already under fear of what they see already. And you have yes. a spirit that drives you forward with purpose. And there is That's purpose. actually one of the things that Bill Cooper said. He was like, if you haven't found something in your life that you wouldn't die for, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't even be alive. <laughs> well, that's true, because then you are just scared and interdependent and waiting to be helped or killed or whatever, and you have So no... then we don't have anything to worry about legalistically as long as we don't make violent threats. Uh, that's right. So, so, so you can speak the truth to... all day, even on the radio, and be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, until, again, that is made forbidden, eventually that probably will. Just, be, just speaking the truth eventually will be forbidden. And How long bring up the laws. Then? To interpret or reinterpret your words, and, and I mean, so lawyers can can wangle anything to to try and make you say you've said this or that or whatever. That's what that's what their job is. <laughs> How long do you think we have till then? Uh, well, they're talking about the riots now. The riots have already started in parts of Spain, Portugal, and France because of the food shortages and mm-hmm. the gasoline uh, hikes. So everything's skyrocketing. They don't get the wages we we have had here. And the cost of living is high. So you're seeing the outbreak start already, which was predicted by the Department of Defense or NATO. Um, it'll be about within the next six months to a year, I'd imagine, here. Uh, 2010 for sure. Mm. So get out of America. It's pretty well what's, what's left. Because, you see, here's the, here's the key. Most people, are, as I say, are fighting for an illusion. They're fighting yeah. for a system they never controlled. Alan, yeah. on that topic, there's people that I know that are curious about this. You know how you say the public are always giving their leaders? Yeah. You do Alex Jones' show. He talks uh-huh. about getting America back. Yeah. Well, there are he's people the leader, who He's the leader can. of the 9-11 truth movement, so... Mm-hmm. See, there are people who... He, he, and he gets really angry. It sounds like what you're talking about, he's probably going to inspire a violent revolution, which is what they want. It's, it's hard, as I say, to for people who haven't thought all through the whole system, as I say, and realize, wait a minute here, I'm trying to keep something that, that with the same elite corrupt people were in control when I was five years of age, 10, 15, 20, and 30. Uh, so how can you keep it with the same corruption? You can't. And people have to think beyond this and say, well, what kind of system should we actually have? And it isn't until you realize that, that this whole system that you have at the moment and have been living with all your life would have to be totally cleared. 
totally cleared and start again at the bottom, that you realize you'd have a chance by getting anything back, you'd have to actually create something new. And that's the key to it. And the elite understand this, they understand uh, how our logic, they understand our reactions. It's natural to want to get something back, if, even if it's just a time period that you were, you were familiar with. And that's what it is, you're conditioned to be familiar to that time period. But we never owned it then. You look at the wars the U.S. was involved in, the, the open ones and the covert ones all over the world in Latin America. There's, there's never been a, a time when, when the U.S. government wasn't working towards this world system. And uh, uh, so there's never really been peace for very long within the United States. So what time do you want to go back to? Do you want to go back to George Washington's day? Well, most people in George Washington day, they, they lived on the land. It's the opposite of what we have today. Even, even Jefferson mentioned, he said, as long as we, every family has a cow, a goat, and a field, and be self-sufficient, he says, as long as they have that, he says, they'll have their freedom. But if they go into to, uh, industry and start into cities, he said that will be gone. He knew that. They all knew this. They all understood it. And that's why, really, you had the massive move to create what was called a Great Depression, a coordinated effort at a global system of finance too. It wasn't just national, uh, so that a few people could then manage the money of the planet and exchange rates and all the rest of it and get all the people into the cities where they could be controlled, a new culture given to them, and that's all been done, you see. So you have to think through what you, you really want. People have never really sat down and said, you know, what do we really want? You see? Now, if it's just getting some rights back, that, that, well, that maybe, maybe you could demand them, but you get them, I don't know. But the only chance you would have from that angle is to literally say to all these politicians, all the civil servants you meet, every cop you meet, every guy in a black uniform you meet, excuse me, but you are a public servant. Your job is to serve me, not harass me. And you've got to start putting them back in the cage. That's the only chance that you want to go back a little bit where you had at least a bit more rights and you could walk safely in peace and travel in peace. You'd have to remind every one of these characters, mind you, they've had 20, 30 years of TV watching cops just barge down doors, all the dramas and the movies with cops have intensified that. So people have just taken it for granted that you have no rights. That was all done through fiction. But you'd have to demand to have those rights back and remind everyone that you meet that's paid by the public, you are a public servant. And the master must regain control that way. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's a good thing if people make songs to wake people up? You can make songs. Waking up is a deep process. You're saying there's songs that people can play. Would you could I possibly tell them where to go? Um, you I think you should write a whole bunch of new songs for the era. Yeah, I actually, ha I actually have them, and so yeah. does another artist. Yeah, and I can tell people where to go. Okay, look up Immortal Technique. Mm -hmm. Watch his YouTube videos, Immortal Technique, and also me, 
myspace.com slash InvictusMan, I-N-V-I-C-T-U-S-M-A-N, InvictusMan. And there's three songs, Disinfo, Disinfo, Good Guy, and The Real G. And Mortal Technique has a lot of songs that will, okay. you know, effectively communicate the information, everything that Alan talks about. So, okay, okay. Well, thank you. Good to talk to you. Take care. Now, go to Rusty in Alabama. Is Rusty there? I'm here. Are you there, yeah. Alan? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, it's good to talk to you again. Um, I'm, I'm a real proponent of uh, what's called the CSAs, Community Supported Agriculture. I believe that um, with a lot of the um, information you're providing, that uh, there's a, a real movement there where we stop, you know, resulting to um, stuff being shipped from far away, and uh, we, we all go back to the land, you know. Mm-hmm. I live in Alabama, and yeah. we can grow certain products here that are very important to um, the local agriculture. And if everybody would just stop shipping things from far away, um, we could we could really change things mm-hmm. as far as our interdependence on our culture. Because I know you're a big proponent of mouth. You talk about Malthus and mm-hmm. um, um, the the I can't remember his name uh, all of a sudden, but. Uh, just, just how how everything's been engineered to be a corporate system, yep. and that, that we should be we should be able to sustain ourselves locally, and and everyone should be able to be a community. Before the industrial revolution, um, uh, they they everybody had a local community they could they could sustain themselves on local uh, produce. Yeah, of course, yeah. you know, and 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 a big thing that that people don't understand is. If you just look at your neighbor and say, hey, two acres, four acres, five acres, if we could just all mm-hmm. stop thinking okay. on this on this level, yeah. I, hear the, I hear the music. Can you carry me over? Yeah, yeah, sure. Back after this break. Hi, this is Alan Watt back, cutting through the Matrix and talking to Rusty from Alabama who's sort of going back to the soil with uh, some people. And I really wish you good luck on that. Um, the problem is, again, is that, you see, when commerce came in with the big capitalist system, uh, the executive branches grew up. And the executive branches gained so much power over people and policies and within uh, government. Ian. Yeah. Hello? Hello. Are you yeah. there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Huxley, when uh, Aldous Huxley, when when he did uh, Brave New World, yeah. one of his primary works was a, uh, a book called uh, Middletown, a town in transition. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that work. Yeah. Um, and he studied. Uh, it was an anthropo- anthropological study of that town when uh, the steam engine came in, yeah. and it it explained how a kind of a cellular area of the, of the world. You know, during the agrarian uh, culture, could uh, sustain itself. Yep. They they were interdependent. They were like their own little organism. And that when the, the steam engine came in, it it changed the way yep. that people thought. They started shipping things in from far away. Mm-hmm. And but, but the thing is, the model is changing now. Like I don't know if you know about the tomato thing that's happening yep. in, in America now, where they said, oh, the tomatoes are are contaminated. 
Well, I've, I've got enough tomatoes on my acreage right now to feed 15 families. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's insane to think that uh, these uh, multinational corporations should be in control of our produce. It's the, very, the, very the, the problem is, you see, these multinational corporations really run your government. They're the biggest lobby groups. They're, they're more powerful than, than the citizenry. That's how it's developed, you see. But they're not more powerful than the word of mouth because the people yeah, I that, I, I, know. that I know locally mm-hmm. that, that, that know each other yeah. are, are understanding. My, my wife has a milk goat, yeah. and we can produce two and a half quarts of milk a day yeah. from a milk goat that's much more beneficial to the human oh, body I know. than a milk and, and cow. That's the difference between doing it for pure commerce and profit and doing it to sustain yourself or and a few community. And not just for me, it's yeah. for my friends and family. We're, there's an underground community being born in this mm-hmm. country, and people don't like that, the, 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 especially the multinationals. We are bartering now. We yes. don't operate on a money system. I left a multinational corporation where I was uh, building cars for a living. Yeah. I was jumping in and out of a van every 79 seconds and being worked to death. Yeah. And I left that. I mm-hmm. left it. And I yeah. went on to, uh, you know, uh, jumped off the grid. And that's yeah, well, that's it. And, and these small communities that can sustain themselves will be the ones, I think, that come through all the crisis that's planned as long as they can stay and where they always, are. And they, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that they've always been there. And, and that's the thing. I need, mm-hmm. Alan, I, I respect your research and I yeah. respect you as an intellect, but... but you kind of aggravate me in a way because you have a uh, pessimistic attitude towards the world. There has always been this, this um, tribal nature, this familial nature to people that says we can take care of our own if we just adopt. Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on a second here. Go ahead. You have a world government planning the world and dictating to your own government. And it doesn't matter what we say at the moment. They have their own agenda. They won't sure. allow any country to be independent or anyone in it to be independent. And we know that's coming down. They're already coming out to clear people off the land. Now it's coming to the end of the show. And from Hamish and myself, from Ontario, Canada, where it stopped raining eventually, thank goodness, I'm shrinking. It's good night. I mean, your God or your gods go with you.